Welcome back, Juventini, to the Juventini Ta, back to Black and White Podcast. My name is Daniel Anigro, and I'm live from Calgary, Alberta, Canada. And today, we're going to be going over the post-match for Juve Benevento, and we have the shit disturbers of all shit disturbers. One new guest, one guy you know, the the, the king, the king of the views right now. <laughs> no one's been able to take him off his perch, so that's what we got to call him. But anyways, he's back. We've got another, uh, you know, another guy who's been called a whole bunch of things. Yeah. <laughs> he's uh, he's also t- changed his profile. He's been banned, I don't know how many times now. But I think about uh, three. Three times, <laughs> maybe. So, Drew, welcome to the show. Anto, welcome to the show again. Um, what a shit show of a game. That's to say, first of all. Um, Drew, stop picking on everybody. <laughs> what are you talking about? Anto getting into fights all the time. Literally, <laughs> I, I'm bringing in new guests. Yeah, do you want to come into the show? Oh, I can't bring this guy. Because <laughs> I have Jake's, Jake's block. Jake's blocking you. This guy's blocking you. <laughs> What's going on? Who are you pissing off? I know we got backed with UVFC now. We're in kind of in the click now. We're okay for the, this moment. But uh, what's going on? Well, with the whole Jake thing. So <laughs> so one of the tweets, um, we were talking about the guy, what is Dabala mask or whatever he wanted yes. to have on the podcast <laughs> as well. But like I got into a beef with him like a long ass time ago. He will be on the show though. So, he will be, yeah. No, I don't. I don't even remember what we fought about, to be honest. But uh, welcome to Twitter. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> blocked in there, and then uh, as a joke to you, obviously, I uh, put an Al Capone quote about if you've seen The Untouchables, it's like one of the most famous yeah. scenes. It's like where he's like t- talking about Elliot Ness and how he wants to like burn his house down and piss on his ashes. So yeah, I write banned. <laughs> hey, I I literally told the guy to f- to fuck off in a creative way, and literally that was enough for the uh, the liberals to come hunt me down. So my personal went down for the twelve uh, hour count. Actually, it was longer than oh, that because yeah. you didn't say that. Oh, I'm gonna remove my tweet, so they keep they keep fucking sticking it to you uh, until you do that. But uh, total no, so- Artur, I don't know which fake account you're on now, but uh, keep this like. <laughs> Keep disliking those videos, buddy. It's either him or the fucking clown, one of the two. Um, but uh, Drew, obviously from Chicago, we got onto mm-hmm. our Canadian boy. Um, or Italian, I don't know. What is it? Where are you? Are you Canadian today or what? Oh, never Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. That's, a, that's fucking awesome. But anyways, Drew, let's hear it. How did you become a Juve fan? Or are you a Juve fan? course i'm a juve fan but um give us your story i know, I know there's a lot of trolls out there that are gonna you know disagree with me or so basically it um, is we, we accept before we accept everybody i've had ronaldo fans i've had non-ronaldo fans i don't care if you are don't be don't be afraid to say it that's all i gotta say well i remember I'm not saying you are anyways you get what i'm basically saying. um like every world cup I would, like, get into football. So I remember, you know, really the first one I watched was 2014. And I remember I'd be playing FIFA, and then it was, you know, teams that I liked were, you know, AC Milan or Juventus, and I'd always pick Juventus. 
so then like four years from four years from um then i didn't really watch anything right because you know how americans are we know we watch nfl nba all that so um basically um 2018 world cup comes along and um basically you know want to get back into it and basically you know that's how I became a Juventus fan. So I've been pretty much Juventus fan for two years, watching like two years religiously. So yeah, yeah, no, no worries, man. Like honestly, it's we've had the spectrum. Um I've had fucking fifteen year olds on here who've like literally uh yeah. blew my mind on what they knew. And then we've had, you know, all the way up to uh some old men come on this thing uh and 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 say there's peace so i mean it's fine i mean you picked a good year 2018 though when italy wasn't yeah. in but i mean you <laughs> doesn't have italians anymore so really it's perfect yeah. <laughs> true that so I mean, more italy, did, italy didn't need to be in the world cup for you to be <laughs> yeah no but that's I'm... the that's a pause man but no i mean so was it any key players i mean sure was it Ronaldo? Be honest with me. Was it? Or not? Um, was it, was it Dybala? Partly, was it was partly. I did like Dybala a lot, too, when I was first watching. It was partly Ronaldo, partly Dybala. And then I remember, like I said, back in um, 2014, I'd always played with Juventus. So that's, good. Um, that's That's pretty much it. Oh, yeah. I mean, you can't go wrong. I mean, FIFA. Fuck, I haven't, I haven't even got <laughs> FIFA, to be honest. I got to fucking pick that up uh, on sale. Mm-hmm. Check it out. 39 bucks. Canadian Christmas time coming exactly get on that um but uh yeah no it's it's great to have you on um let's get into some news though uh shall we mm-hmm. okay Sammy Kadira what do we have to say about Sammy Kadira there's been you know a whole bunch of fucking things going on you know Romeo Gresti deletes his tweet fucking Fabrizio Romano says it was his brother who said he was he <laughs> he didn't want to leave. This whole shitstorm. Yeah. Then this guy says he wants to be respected by the fans and he wants mm-hmm. to honor his contract. So, boys, let's go. Let's go, Drew, the the new the, the newcomer. Let's hear your opinion first, and then we'll get on to it because I'm sure we're gonna have some expletives <laughs> coming up after. But anyways, you go ahead, Drew. What are your thoughts on Kadira? I don't blame him, really. I mean, I don't know any other sure. clubs that are. I'm pre- I'm sure there's a lot of clubs out there that would would uh, would be willing to pick him up, but um, yeah, I don't know. I guess he said he wants to exercise his contract until what what was it 2021? Yeah, end of the season, I believe it is. Yeah, so I mean, I don't blame the guy really. Well, He's I mean, let's, let's be honest. If someone offered you a six million dollar contract to literally yeah. do a light workout all day, yeah, I'm taking that all day, son. But Hopefully we can get him to go in January, either Premier League or you know the scrap in <laughs> whatever. We got a nice champagne bottle on ice here, you know that nice Asti, nice ten dollar Italian bottle of champagne ready to pop. I haven't been able to pop it yet. Let's go, let's let's fucking make this happen, Juve. I don't know, but anyways, Anto, what do you think? I think he needs to fuck off and stop fucking yeah. around. To be honest. <laughs> I think he's just trying to save his reputation because right now... How? How? I, I think oh, right now everyone kind of just thinks of him as like he's there for a paycheck. I think it's blatantly obvious he's there for a paycheck. I think all the teams like around the world, all the clubs are definitely thinking like, does this guy even serious about playing football? Like, 
He chose to stay when the manager and the directors of the club told him, you're not playing this season. You will sit on the bench and you will not do anything. He said, that's fine. So <laughs> if you're sending that to prospective clubs around the world, I don't really know how great that looks from like a footballing perspective because they're not going to pay his like stupid contract. I'm sure he's going to want like upwards uh, of 4 million euros at least. Well, I'm sure some MLS team will pay for a sack of shit, though. Let's be honest. He's got the World Cup winner's medal, so that counts for at least a couple million right there. He'd still be the third best player in the MLS after he... <laughs> <laughs> Not even. <laughs> Honestly. No, you but go for... to Miami with Iguain and Machuiti. Yeah, fuck, might as well. Three's a, three's, uh, three's a club. Three's the charm, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, but yeah, no, I think we got to get rid of this shit show. Like, it's unbelievable. Um, and yeah. I really want to drink that champagne, so let's fucking hurry up. But um, because this... Like, Locatelli would be on half the wage. Just think of that, you know? Yeah, true enough. That's right. a fucking good point. Um, our favorite, well, my one of my favorites, obviously one of your favorites, Dybala, Icardi, Swap. Um, Calcio Mercato, which means fuck all, <laughs> but... Little paper. It's been brought up, um, likely to happen in the summer. What do you guys think? I mean, me personally, I don't see why we... If we have Morata playing the way he is, um, why bring in someone on that contract? It makes no sense to me. What about you, Anto? Yeah, exactly that. Um, to, obviously, I don't want Dybala to leave, but on a less personal and biased note, just the fact the way... <laughs> Like how well Morata's played this season. Oh, he's yeah. been Lee one of like top five striker in Europe, and that's probably being generous, yeah. like or not generous, like pretty like good because uh, how many goals has he had offside? He could have easily had like fifteen oh, goals yeah. by now yeah. without amen. his passion offside of Barcelona, right? So fucking amen. Yeah, he's <laughs> playing. He's on a relatively cheap contract. There's no real reason to look anywhere else. I think we found our solution at striker for the foreseeable future, at least. Yeah, I know there's been talks of like, you know, obviously you said you've been, you showed us earlier, Llorente and even yeah. um, uh, fucking Manzukic has been tossed around. Look, if the guy's mm-hmm. going to come for like nothing and he wants to be like that third guy that you can yeah. play, hey, fuck, why not? But not at like, that's, what is he? I don't even know what he he's on, like six, seven million. But anyways, go yeah. ahead, Drew. Let's see your thoughts. I don't think, I don't know where he'd like go in. I think he's been flopping at PSG, hasn't he? Yeah, Keen benched him. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Keen's been benching him the past like three or four weeks now. So, <laughs> and Keen's been scoring too. Makes no sense. Yeah, but that fuck there too, Tuchel fucking didn't even play him in the final either. I'm not saying yeah. like, hey, he's a te- he's a he's a former merdarista, but still, <laughs> like, uh, I don't know how you could not like you're down in a final. It almost reminds me of Juve, like literally pr- having. Uh, Marquisio on the bench and fucking leaving Kadira to play the whole 90 minutes. But none of the Kadira supporters will ever tell you that one. They'll say, <laughs> well, we won the first eight games in fucking <laughs> last season, so he's the best. He must be the best player. But they won't tell you that in fucking Cardiff, he laid an egg uh, the whole game. And we literally had Claudio on the bench and don't even play the guy. So that just reminds me shades of uh, shades of uh, nightmares past. But uh, yeah, guys, I don't know. I don't know why, what we're going to do with him. I really hope that doesn't happen. Yeah. And we hear this. E- even if Dybala is going to go, 
I've kind of accepted the fact now. I've kind of said my piece over a couple of videos. It's ridiculous. Um, if he's got to go and he's got to teach us a lesson, yeah, let him go and teach us a lesson and get paid. I mean, mm-hmm. what are we going to do with Ronaldo? 40 years old, we're going to pay him too? Like, I'm sorry. You can only use the age and thing. I mean, I'm not saying he's not a beast. He's scoring. He's scoring for us. He's putting in the work. But to say that, uh, you know, ex- oh, yeah, we got to extend him, man. I don't know what this <laughs> fan base is going through. Like, you, how much are you going to pay this guy? What, what is he going to do? Take a, he's going to say, oh, yeah, well, I want $31 million for two more years? Like, really? That's We're okay with that as a fan yeah. base? Like, are we for real? Like, I don't know. Sometimes I think a lot of our fans have turned into the joke that we that we always made fun of. I said it in my video today. Um, I think our fans have, you know, morphed into the, the enemy, morphed into the Madrid, Madrid fans, morphed yeah. into the Barca fans, and literally are the enemy that we hated for how many years? I mean, yeah. Drew, I know you said you only followed for a while, but what was commonly known when I was on Twitter, like, we would literally, you'd shit talk chick top Barca fans because they're all from different places that have no teams and they would talk like they were diehards and you know mm-hmm. now that's what we're mm-hmm. becoming a lot of our fans that's what they're becoming no logic mm-hmm. you know I only push so much if I have to but when I hear it like consistently one way for like 24-7 Ronaldo 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 and that's all you can have in one conversation yeah. I'm gonna, it's just of my nature that I'm going to push back so don't get offended if I do. I think I went. Mm-hmm. I think I went over <laughs> the the hill after Benevento because I was pissed off of what of a, what, and we'll get into that. But what a shit show of a game that was, and that's just how it is. Um, talking yeah. about Ronaldo though, two point four game, two point four points average per game, in seven games, five wins. I believe that's two draws. I don't know why that didn't uh, copy, but uh, without Ronaldo, obviously one point two point. Average per game, five yeah. games, one win, three draws, one defeat. I mean, guys, let's relax with these figures. Um, <laughs> if you want to big up Ronaldo, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But when these news networks are now trying to make this narrative like the team isn't the problem and defensively we're not a shambles and Pirlo yeah. for, 40, for 90 minutes against Fedding Vados told us to cross the crossing and then we luckily we got the one one cross out of 20 worked at the 90 plus two yeah which i literally just talked about with my buddy uh farouk who was the mm-hmm. second guest on the podcast but like guys like there's more and actually uh dalel juventina she said it perfectly um graham said it perfectly we're literally set it set up to pass to ronaldo that's the tactics uh yeah. either that or go back to allegri ball without the defense and just cross balls in because we think <laughs> yeah. Ronaldo's going to apparently hit all of these in apparently. Um, and I don't know guys, uh, what do you think about this? Obviously the, the numbers that I just dropped. Well, I saw, I saw today on Twitter about something about Pirlo trying to be not as reliant on Ronaldo. And it's like, well, okay, we'll get into that. That's the next point, uh, but okay, take okay. it back a step. You're doing my job for me, but you're Drew. You're not all supposed right. to do that. <laughs> Go ahead, boss. I thought that's what we were talking about. No, no, but like the obviously the gate with Ronaldo, without Ronaldo. Oh. What are your I mean, I think obviously he's a key player, and you're going to struggle without him. Right. Um, I think the back line is 
I think, I mean, Danilo's been really good this season, but I think if you're going to have a full-back play at center-back full-time, I don't think that's a championship-winning team. I think having Dybala at captain was kind of a mistake. I think Dillich should be captain every single game. Oh, we might have to stop the podcast early now. Gee, oh. <laughs> you, you I know you guys are Dybala fans, but come on, you got to agree with that. You got to agree with that. No. I'll say I'll say that Delict has the leadership qualities to be a captain. Agreed. That's all I'll say. Yeah. I'm not saying that he should be one over the other. I think, you know, to be honest, I think Buffon, if he's on the pitch, he should still have the captain's armor. Yeah. To be yeah. quite honest, but um, obviously, you need some guy that's on the pitch. So I mean, look, we're gonna see Delict with the captain's armband as he plays more. Yeah. The, uh, apparently, you know, we know with the the structure of how it works. Caps is what's ruling who's the captain and who's not, yeah. right? So Bonucci's not mm. on the pitch, so it's going to yeah. go to Dybala because I think he just edges Cuadrado. But anyways, um, yeah, I mean, we'll get it. We'll talk about that that incident uh, at the end of this game. But uh, what are your thoughts about with or without Ronaldo, uh, Anto? I think the stats are kind of like, I don't know. I understand the statistics, but I think they're kind of cherry-picked to look better than they are. Like yeah. for the Ronaldo Sayers, yeah. because I, I don't know if it's like a mental thing, but I think like when the team doesn't have Ronaldo, they're just kind of like so used to the tactic going through him yeah. that he's yeah. not there. Kind of like a mental thing of who are we gonna pass the ball to and like who's gonna score. I think like the announcers were kind of saying on Saturday that Juve's got a lot of playmakers right now. Obviously, Chiesa's cross was unbelievable. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. we saw that. So Chiesa isn't really a guy who's going to score you 10 goals as a winger, but he's more of a creative winger. Right. And Kusevsky playing in the middle can do that. But again, playing on the wing, it's not really his, like, I guess, position to score. He's more to create. So that's the same thing there. And then the tactics with Dybala dropping back was like, he was like lower than McKenney the past couple games. And like even Quadrat yeah. was higher up the pitch. So I think when you like combine all of that, you can say that Juve scored less goals without Ronaldo, but I think they just right. kind of, play a completely different tactic without him. It's almost like two different teams the way they're set up. Yeah, exactly. Really? And <laughs> with with Juve, you know, I think what a lot of fans don't understand is it's tough for even for me. And this is why I like having you guys guess on because as guests and new faces and, and different opinions because it's almost like a broken record. Like I was literally thinking in my head, well, yeah, Kulusevsky, you know, he he did really well that one game to cut in and really start, yeah. um, you know, the stopping that Allegri kind of ball of crossing it in. And that's what really turned that game around um, against Cagliari. So, I, again, it's like a broken record. Like, it's literally I'm hitting on the same points every weekend. And to be honest, I would rather, you know, say – Look how amazing we're playing. Defense is up top notch. You know, we're, we're, we're killing teams. But that's just Juve style. Um, yeah. Dybala, you know, no one's ever said he's been playing well. Um, I don't know where this fucking narrative is coming from. <laughs> Literally, it's like every conversation, it's like, yeah, but you're defending Dybala. It's like, yeah, I never said he played well. Yeah, exactly. When the fuck did I say he played well? Yeah. But I think kind of... The- the difference is, is when you want to critique, they only want to go one way. And I, again, I said it earlier, you know, it's, if you want to critique, let's look at it as a whole, you know, who's clinical, who's not clinical. 
you know, in this mm-hmm. new who scored.com generation, that's what I'm going to call it. <laughs> you know, these bandwagoners, like literally it's like, what do you want? You, when I go into watching a game, I'm watching, okay, Delict pinched. Okay. He missed that header. Yeah. Uh, Danilo, he fucked up. He sat on his ass. Yeah. He fell down. Quadrado's not covering the guy in the middle. Uzuni mm-hmm. who scored. Uh, Alexandro, the ball's going off his shin, coming across, and the guy's scoring. I'm looking at the whole picture, the whole action. Yeah, you know, that's yeah. why I got so pissed off with the whole Dybala and Lazio thing. It's like, what are you guys watching? Like, are you actually watching the game? Did you see what happened in the fucking 10 seconds? We literally let one guy, two guys go through fucking 15 players, and no, and everyone's looking at the guy who put the ball yeah. out. Really? Yeah. Well, I mean, that that that's the way I think. I mean, everybody's, you know, a different human being. But at least I noticed that it's with a select group of fans that yeah. just literally, you know, they just want to play this game. So yeah. I, I just, I'm getting exhausted. But anyways, go ahead, guys. Weigh in. Well, I don't know. Like, um, I understand, like, people's hate of Dybala right now or, like, not necessarily. I don't. But just, like. What, what I really people? don't. I, I'm going to get to it. Like, I understand that. People right now on Twitter are so reactionary, like I was telling you before, especially like another podcast, which I won't say the name of. But people are <laughs> extremely reactionary where one bad game and that's their opinion of the person. Yeah. So I don't know. We used to make fun of Real Madrid, like you said before, in Barcelona for booing their own players. Like yeah. they would boo Ronaldo if he missed a shot. And now we've turned into that because Dybala's played with us now for years and he's always been like kind of like our golden boy, yeah. right? And then four bad games, and all of a sudden everyone's saying how he's finished. Like this is the MVP of the league yeah. last year, and he has four bad games after having a stomach infection, and we're just ready to throw him to the wolves and throw him to the sharks. I don't understand. It's like, honestly, it's kind of just disgusting, and we've turned into a plastic fan base if we're acting like this. So I haven't seen many, uh, like the people who are hating on Dybala, I feel like it's more like, like football fans in general, or like Real Madrid fans, I haven't seen many Juventus fans actually hating on him. Oh, bro, like, yeah, honestly, really? bro. Oh, yeah, bro. It's literally a joke. It lit, and I'm talking big accounts. Oh, I'm not talking yeah, about. I'm accounts, not talking. I'm yeah. not talking about my boy Al Roman. These guys, like Graham, like those guys, they are level-headed. They get the game. I'm talking about the clickbaiters and. I got to bring this up because, you know, I talked about it before, you know, the clown who we all love um, just for clicks as, as, as what he should be called literally <laughs> was shitting on Napoleonismo, Ruben, for fucking calling his ass for acting like a fucking, I don't know, even, he, he was celebrating this goal and saying, oh, why are you making fun of the 40,000? But he had no problem to post the fucking Dybala miss at the beginning in the first half. And shit on his own team. So let's pick an agenda. What side do you want to be on or what side you don't want to be on? Which bandwagon you don't want to jump on? Which bandwagon? Because we know who's playing to the Ronaldo fans. Like Mm -hmm. there's the fans who, you know, don't give a shit and, you know, literally, well, hey, you know, the reason why I'm I'm at is because (laughs) there's there's an X amount that could be part of the followers in the category, but they're not there for obvious reasons because I don't kiss anybody's ass. I say it how it is. (laughs) And if you don't like it, switch the channel. No one's asking, you know what I mean? Like, I would love to have a debate with you. i love to have a civil conversation, which I've had plenty, you know, with plenty of actual Ronaldo <laughs> fans or not. But, I mean, guys, uh, it's too much. 
there's there's too much hate for a guy that when Ronaldo went through the same thing, the same slump, Juve fans in general, for the majority of the space, was saying, oh, it's there wasn't any lie. He wasn't lying. It's He was fine once he went back to Portugal to score those stat pad goals against... Okay, so now the shoe's on the other foot, okay? Ronaldo's doing well, and Dybala's doing well. So stay in the same lane. Yeah. Don't get out of lanes. You were okay to defend Ronaldo after walking out on his team, uh, fucking going to Portugal, and now all of a sudden that's okay. Everybody's All the Juve fans are defending. Oh, it's not that bad. We're over. But now, literally, the world is falling on Dybala's shoulders. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's wrong. But it is what it's going to be. And it's not going to change. And if he goes, that's yeah. the way it is. So, I mean, good luck if that's the case. I mean, I hope he stays, but mm. it's not looking good. Yeah, it, it just, it's so funny how the whole, like, it's not like the whole team's playing well. Like, if the whole team were playing well and he was holding us back, then you oh, can yeah. maybe understand it. But it's like, the, like you said, all those players you called out before, everyone's playing like shit, really. Like, there's like three good players who, so far this season, are really playing well. Like, I'll admit it, Ronaldo's playing really well this season. At least right now he is. Morata's playing really well. Delic just came back and he's been playing unbelievable as well. Really solidified and added stability at the back line. Yeah. But Artur, like, I think it's good. Pack, I think it's Artur's improving. Obviously, Danilo looks really like good, surprisingly, this season. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but like, other than that, you know, Bentancourt looks horrible. Like, he's taken yeah. 10 steps backwards. So that's mm-hmm. another negative so yeah other than that yeah but we'll we'll get into what you said drew though because we'll bring it up um obviously it's from a sky journalist uh pirlo is working to make juventus less dependent on cristiano ronaldo he -hmm. is waiting for dybala to regain his form so he can be (laughs) useful during the games we can say pirlo wants the best follow develop and this was after a weird string of like talking about the coaches talking Mm -hmm. about sarri I don't know. So what are your thoughts on that initial one? I'll read the next one after I get your opinion. But what do you think? I mean, it makes sense. It's an obvious, right? But uh, what do you think? I mean, Dybala is still Dybala. I mean, I think he's just right. out of form. I, you know, if you look at last season, Serie A MVP, um, I think him and Ronaldo were both really good last season. Right. Um, I just think it's just a matter of time until he finds his form and until he just starts, starts getting the goals again and um, hopefully Dibaldo, I guess what they call it, uh, Dibaldo and Ronaldo duo. Um, hopefully that gets going again. Well, we need it. Yeah. It's not like I, it's like, you know, that's the team, right? Like, again, another thing, fans, like, they're shitting on a guy when it's, and a lot of these are Madrid fans, let's be honest. But, yeah. like, what are you shitting on a guy that is going to help you win the titles that you're so, like, it, it just seems like there's a group that wants scoring titles and another group that actually wants to win the fucking Champions League again. I don't know. Go ahead, Anto. Or Drew, continue on, whichever. doesn't matter to me. It's a good combo. I mean, obviously, I'd love to keep him, but um, is he still asking for $15 million? Okay, well, let's get into that then. So, I, <laughs> I mean, the report is, right, from what's been said, um, it is. Juve apparently at 10 um, mm-hmm. to me personally, this is how you solve this really easily. And I've said this, this is probably my second time going to be on, on air saying this. 
You set it at 11, right? Mm-hmm. You put a bonus structure in that gives the possibility to get hit 15. And there you go. He doesn't yeah. play well. You, or he plays average or whatever. You got him at 11. If you don't, if he plays well, one, you're probably going to be scoring more goals. You're probably going to be winning more games. You're probably going to be looking a hell of a lot better. And he's got, he gets his 15 million. How fucking difficult is that? <laughs> like people praise Paratici and literally for two and a half years, they've made my head like a fucking balloon with this contract <laughs> and they still can't get the job done even after winning the MVP. Now I know COVID financials are difficult. No yeah. one's saying that relax everybody on the outside who's the, Parat- <laughs> the Paratici uh, defenders, like the Allegri defenders. It's, we got, we got 17 groups out there and everybody all, everybody all acts like they're the majority. Don't you love that with UV Twitter? It's like we got the Dybala fans, the Allegri fans, and they're all yeah. the issue. Unbelievable. Um, but, guys, what do you think about the contract? What would you guys do? What do, you, like, do you agree with me? Do you disagree? Would you give them 10, 7, 8? What? what do you guys think? I think I agree 50. With you. Yeah. yeah, buddy. You know who's podcast you're on. Anyways, go ahead, Anto. <laughs> yeah, I, I think 15 is kind of steep. I th- but when you're a club's paying, you know, Ronaldo 60 million euros, you know, gross. I don't understand how these same fans can turn around and complain when a player wants 15 million. Is that net or gross? I'm not sure, but I'm assuming that it's, you know, net. Yeah, I think it would be net. Yeah. So I guess it would kind of be half of what Ronaldo's on. So is he half as good as Ronaldo? There you go. There's your answer, right? <laughs> Some people don't even think he's, he's shine. He'll shine his shoes. That's the problem. Yeah. So, like, well, I don't know. People act as if it's their money. Like they're like offended <laughs> that he's asking yeah. for that money. Like, what? What's it to you? What the fuck do you care? Well, how much money he asked for? But then, if, but you know what the thing is? Then we'll literally say, why is everyone freak? Oh, I know we're playing bad, so don't take it out on Kadira. Or yeah. oh, why why are you giving uh, Quadrado shit? Or oh, why are you giving so and so shit? <laughs> so it's okay to pay those six, seven, those bums six and seven million. Yeah. But now all of a sudden we offer like six more, and it's like, ooh, shit. <laughs> I know. We just touched the nerve. Stuff. We touched the nerve. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. So I agree it's with fun. Daniel. <laughs> yeah, you're not no, allowed to. You got- I think it should be less than 15 million, but I don't think 15 million is so astronomical like it's being made out to seem, you know? Yeah, I agree 100%. Like, I think if we can, like, agree on 12 or 13, then it'll be a sweet spot, which I'm sure what'll happen. Like, you know, if you guys saw his picture that's circulating now in his, like, home gym, he literally has a mural of the old crest above his, like, above his um what is his bench or whatever it is and he's got like him lifting the scudetto so this guy's clearly like loves the club he's turned down multiple things so a player like this should be like held to you know the same standard is like same thing would be happening yeah and that's why i want to make a shirt like ever since we got this new logo this is why i love ruben no morals no values <laughs> like Are you gonna make no a dignity just for him, because it's perfection. Um, unless he's copying that from someone, but even if he is copying some, that from someone, <laughs> I literally exactly. love that because this club has no morals, no integrity, no dignity, uh, no honor. Yeah, there you go. Literally, I don't know what the fuck 
we like ever since the the wheels fell off the tracks with Del Piero, then Marquisio, then uh, who knows what's gonna happen next? Um, Chiellini, you'll probably get tossed like without even a, a sn- without even a tweet because we know how we like <laughs> to tweet. Um, but honestly, it's gone uh, after that. Is literally a- a- open season on everyone. Yeah. Uh, take your shots, take your pick, and 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 get your e- get that ego up, and get that uh, that hard on going because you're behind your uh, Avi on Twitter telling people how they can they can miss the net with literally not playing one game. Um, I don't understand. <laughs> it's this this club is 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 Me. a couple a couple screws screws are going to be loose in my head after the season, after the past two to three seasons. I don't know if I'm going to be able to be doing this podcast up to this season if, <laughs> if we go without the 10th voice. Um, but again, another Corriere de la Sera talking some weird-ass tweets coming out of their mouth. Juventus players are confused as Andrea Pirlo doesn't speak about tactics with them. It's the same thing that happened with Maurizio Sarri. Told you, he doesn't know what he's doing. The second one that corresponds exactly... Juventus players believe, or sorry, you know, you know this, uh, where is it? As his assistant, Igor Tudor, is tasked with the job, while Roberto Baronio gives instructions during matches. I mean, is this out of their ass or what? Um, oh, go ahead, Drew. I, I think Pirlo is Mr. Tactics, don't you think? I think it's out of their ass. <laughs> I mean, he he is inexperienced, but yeah. Well, there was that one guy that said we had a we our squad was no better than a. a he had I think it was a Kobe Kobe Bryant Avi. He said uh, this club is no better than a Sunday League seven aside. <laughs> I think I know who you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, so he he said he feels bad for Pirlo because he's got a seven aside <laughs> worth I don't know how many how, what's Juve worth a few bills or what. But apparently we got some uh, seven-aside players, uh, and it's not Pirlo. Look, Pirlo's made a lot of mistakes. Um, not making subs, making the right subs too early, too yeah. too soon, too late. Look, it's correctable. If if us fans can see it, mm-hmm. he definitely should be able to fucking yeah. see it. Yeah, okay? you think so. so. So when you go up against Fetting Vados and you cross the ball all fucking game, and you literally score off of one chance, what does that tell me? We shouldn't be fucking crossing the ball 20 times in a game. Okay, maybe five, six, seven, if, when it's open. But that should not be our main avenue of, of, <laughs> of, of putting the ball in the box at all. It's like a Premier League team. It's crossing inshallah now. But exactly. <laughs> I mean, Premier League is kick and run football. Like, that's the joke yeah. that uh, a lot of people used to say. My uncles used to tell me, kick and run. That's it. Yeah. So uh, some more stuff from Correa de la Sera. Obviously, players like Dybala and Kulusevski have not quite understood what the coach wants for them tactic, at a tactical level. And the same is true of some of the midfielders, especially on the defensive phase. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's quite evident. Uh, last but not least, Cristiano Ronaldo decided to rest against Benevento. Oh. But the Juventus problems are evident also when CR7 plays. The yeah. team is often too stretched, whether por- the Portuguese plays or not. So... Again, now hearing that, was it his decision, do you think? Or do you think it oh, was yeah. the club's decision? No, it was his choice. Damn. Well, That's bold. 
in Madrid, did he not have the same agreement with Zidane where he would, I would say yes. to sit certain games? And in his defense, it's fucking Benevento. He shouldn't have to yeah. play. Well, like exactly. I agree. Yeah. Resting for the derby coming up. Exactly. Well, shit, I was arguing about this even last few years. You know, there's games that he doesn't need to play. You know, not to risk yeah. the injury, right? Um, yeah. I know he's like a superhuman like everyone says but at the end of the day he's still 35 and playing against Benevento is there's no need like we should be yeah, scoring three or four past Benevento look yeah, and, a, and a clean sheet too yeah, yeah exactly exactly I mean to come up against a team like that you've only played two times in your history should mean something <laughs> a newly so, promoted side yeah it's I mean what do I got to say to that I mean you look at you, uh, again, talking about you know injuries and stuff like that. Well, if Del Piero can can rupture his knees, Ronaldo can rupture his knees. So yeah. I just want to I just want to throw that one out there. Um, if Chiellini can have really bad injury problems, Ronaldo yeah. can have injury problems. I don't care how many times you're in the gym. Uh, you mm-hmm. can say super freak, super athlete, mm-hmm. whatever the fuck you want to call it. It doesn't matter. Um, the body does what the and if if you get in a compromised position, you're gonna get hurt. So that's what we got to be. We got to walk. We got to take that into account. But uh, Drew, sorry, I think. Go ahead, boss. Um, like I was saying, the newly promoted side, and I think yeah. after this game, um, I think he might have to start every single game now, considering, um, you know, where we are at the table, and it's a good point. All that. <laughs> I mean, we can't really afford any more draws, and well, we haven't lost this season, so. Like drawn to like Roma and all them is yeah. just you can't really afford it anymore. So I think in his mind, I think he's telling himself that he might have to play every single game because he thinks you know he'll truly help the team win. And I just think we don't have much margin for error anymore. Yeah. See, I don't know about that. I think I think there's a lot of space still to go. There's a lot of space to improve. We got still some time. I'm not saying we don't we can't win games. We have to win games. But, you know, there's still time. We're six points back on Milan. That's going to give you... That's about the two games we play them, right? So that would bring us even if we beat Milan twice. Not saying we are going to be, but you know what I'm trying to say. Um, so it's, it's it's we're still in the realm of possibility. I mean, we're still the favorites. Uh, we still have better talent, I would say. You know, we have the experience. We just got to all put it together. Yeah. As much as I want to be pessimistic. Mm-hmm. This is this ain't over, okay? This is not like a, you know, the funeral. We're we're <laughs> talking about what we need to fix. It can still be done. It's not Let's it's not it. the funeral, but I can understand where Drew's coming from because if you remember in years past, no, no, I get what he said. I, I agree these were the, the games that we would talk about Napoli, how they right, like right. Napoli lost to Scudetto the past two of the three years because of games like against Benevento where it's a lack right. of focus. They lose yeah. games like this. They drop points, and then eventually all these drop points add up, and the mountain becomes too high. And right. if we continue this trend, even though we haven't lost, it's going to happen because obviously a draw is all right at the end of the day. It's not the worst result, but against Benevento, it's pretty much a loss, especially since yeah. this is a team that even Roma beat 5-2, to two and we draw them. Roma, like... You know, as much yeah. as me and Daniel yeah. like Roma, it's still Roma. 
And You're not supposed hang... to say that on the podcast. You're only supposed to say it after the podcast. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> but yeah, if they can hang five points on Benevento, I mean, we should score, you know, at least yeah. five, too. If not five, at least three. Like, Yeah, exactly. Um, and I agree. I'm not saying that there's no urgency. You know, the, the leash is getting tighter. So, exactly. I mean, it's not getting looser. So, look, there's got to be some urgency, but... Mm-hmm. Again, it's not over. That's all I'm trying to say. I mean, yeah. we're still we're still good to go. We're still we're still there with everybody else. Um, but looking not- towards Champions League, um, or go ahead, get your get the last point in, boss. No, yeah, um, I, was just, I was just gonna say, yeah, like obviously it's not like a hundred percent over yet, but I think, like you said, the leash is getting tighter and the seats getting hotter. So yeah, oh yeah, definitely. I remember Anto said we wouldn't win a single trophy this year. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's my prediction still. That still is my prediction. Yeah. I mean, hey, it's everywhere in the... I, I was heated after that benefit, after this game. Um, yeah. But to be honest, if we're going to play like this, we're getting knocked out round of 16. Definitely. Yeah. No way fans or butts. Uh, it's going to be the... Si- and who knows, we could probably go on to win the Scudetto. I would not be shocked. Mm-hmm. But it's going to be the same bullshit as last year. We're going to go in. Everyone's going to be like, oh, look, we're winning games. Actually, thank God we drew. Maybe we should have even lost. We should have deserved to lose this game to really scare the shit out of some people and wake their yeah. wake them up. But it's like, oh, yeah, we're winning games. We're in the hunt. Or we'll get ahead of the pack at some point. Oh, we're good to go. And mm-hmm. then we'll go up against Leon or whoever the fuck it is and just, you know, <laughs> they'll put it to us. And that's just, it's happened two years in a row. So I, I have, you can't say, oh, no, it's not happened. It's happened. Okay, exactly the same way. So you have no wiggle room around that argument. Um, apparently, for the ref, as for the ref, we're gonna have the first woman to referee a UCL match. <laughs> Stephanie yeah. Frappart will lead the game between Juve and Dinamo Kiev. My only wish: please don't make any mistakes. Please don't make anything that's gonna like, you know, let's have a clean game. Yeah. Because the amount of shit this girl is going to get if something happens, mm-hmm. I pray that doesn't happen. <laughs> I'm just saying, I really hope it for your benefit of the doubt because we know how shit's happened. You know, we've talked, there's been talk, you know, different, obviously, sports, mm-hmm. different. Let's just hope nothing. Obviously, some stuff in the Premier League went down. Um, if you guys remember with the, I believe that was what, the referee as well, correct? Yeah, it was. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So let's <laughs> oh, hope he not. Oh, arm on her shoulder. Yeah. Yeah, she kind of pulled her back, right? So, yeah. so let's That's not hope. Let's not hope anything like this happens. Let's hope it's a clean game. We move on. Um, for the game again, the midweek, Alvaro Morata is probably going to line up against line up with Cristiano Ronaldo and yeah. Dybala probably in the uh, the the derby, the derby. Uh, de la Mole. And yeah, let's see what happens. Um, let's see. Let's see if we go back to normal. I mean, the test will be. We we got to string these games together. I'll say it again. I'll say it more times. We got to string these games together. Bonucci recovered, but remains in the reserves. So um, he'll probably be back in the Champions League and might start. Yelena is going to be doing tests, but he might be available for the derby. And you know. Demiral, 10 days, fuck, I don't know. Like, what the fuck is this club doing? Honestly, with, with these injuries. Yeah, especially the center back um, area. We got Chiellini always out. And, yeah. Well, it's just because we rush. We rush. 
We, yeah, it's I don't know. Five, we got to put him in. Instead of, you know, fucking putting Danilo, Frabota, whoever's available th- at the time, we got to bring Chiellini in against Ferencvaros the first game. What yeah. happens? Boom. Injury right after. I'm surprised the Licht hasn't picked up anything. Knock on wood. Yeah. But um, fucking, it, that's just the way this, the, that's the way the cookie crumbles with this club every year, mm. every goddamn year. Um, but yeah, go ahead, Anto. You got something to say? Yeah, well, well, Chiellini obviously is getting up there, and it's the same thing with like the point on Ronaldo. The, like the injuries are starting to add up, which is kind of what we want to prevent yeah, with exactly. Ronaldo, right? Because really, up until. Well, 2017, wasn't he the Champions League best defender? Alexandra was the best full left back, right? Like, it was three years ago that Chiellini was still regarded as, like, a top three center back. So it's such, like, a fall from grace for him. But unfortunately, that's just kind of the age thing. So I think he's playing as little as possible now. Yeah, you can't can't deal with that. But honestly, if you look at it a single day... I know there was a lot of people talking in the international break. Oh, you know, I wouldn't start Chiellini. I disagree. If we're looking at the group stage and Chiellini mm-hmm. hasn't sustained an injury, injury yeah. there's no CB I'm starting over Chiellini in the national team. I'm sorry. Not Bastoni, not Romagnoli, not yeah. Acerbi. If Chiellini is fit, he still bangs. I don't care. Yeah. I don't care who you have. I just think it should be... Oh, the big games, though, I don't really think there's. Oh a, yeah, I agree. You know, like, not playing, you know, not playing friendlies, not playing, you know, Italian games that he doesn't need to play anymore. Um, doesn't need to go there, but I agree. And then lastly, DePaul, obviously talking about his Argentinian teammate. So he says he's mm-hmm. sure that DePaul will be back again. Another potential uh, suitor is Juve um, in the in yeah. the January window. Um, so he'll soon be the same again. I missed him in the national team, and he's a great player and a friend of mine. So kind of that connection was, I think, a big reason of why we, we've been linked. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, mm-hmm. let's uh, let's hope Dybala gets back for the sake of ours, Juve's, and uh, Ronaldo for trophy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but let, let's get into this game. Uh, Juve with the 4-4-2. Morata, Dybala up top. Ramsey, Rabiot, Artur, Chiesa. Frabota, Delict, Danilo, Cuadrado, and Tekken goal, who saves our ass today. Uh, well, he saved our ass a lot of the times this season in, in, in some key moments. Uh, Benevento, they got the Christmas tree formation going, a nod to uh, almost being December. Uh, Montipo in goal, Barba, Caldirola, Glick, and Letizia, Ionitza, Schiattarella, Atemai, Caprari, Improta, and Lapadula in Christmas tree formation. Four, three, two, one. Um, but Caprari and, and Lapadula had the most goals, so th- those are kind of the two players uh, we had to keep an eye on, and they definitely gave us problems. But uh, mm. what did you think about Juve's formation, guys? Whoever wants to step in first, go ahead. The usual, four, four, two. Well, I wouldn't say it's the usual, but um, I'm looking at it right now. You have Ramsey usually injured, but when he's not injured, he's, I think he's really good, actually. Um, I remember... Ruben says he's like the best midfielder in Syria right now. <laughs> but here we go. Shout out, yeah. shout out Ruben. <laughs> yeah. Never know if he's trolling right now, but um, I think Chiesa was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, can't say the same about the back line. I think the back line is really you know iffy at times, but um, yeah. Other than that, I think it's a pretty solid lineup. 
Yeah, and Ibala I mean, at the second striker. In that, yeah, exactly. Well, in the in the formation, well, in possession, we're getting right three at the back. Yeah. Three, yeah. four, one, two, almost. Mm-hmm. Um, so just to keep again, when they put these when they put these formations down, it's one side of the coin always. Um, yeah. But yeah, Anto, what do you think? I mean, yeah. no real surprises, right? Yeah. So I guess I'll start from the top and work down. I think the pairing of Morata Dybala should have worked a lot better than it did. And yeah. I, I mean, I guess I'll comment on why I don't think it worked in a minute. But reading the rest of the lineup, Kesa on the right hand side is like a wing back. I think was a solid start. You know, I think he gets a little bit too much hate, and as you saw by his cross, you know, he can be very right. good at delivering balls and service to the forwards. Yeah. Uh, Arthur, or Artur, sorry, and Rabio, I think, are the two best midfielders right now for us. So they should be getting the starts. You know, maybe it's even a little too much firepower for Benevento, but still, I understand <laughs> why it should start. And then a surprise to me was Ramsey, like as a left wing back, pretty much on the left there. See, but he he would slide in, right? So he, yeah. he kind of in the in in the attacking side they would mm. it was not always that he was your your 10 kind of role but he would kind of float up and he he would move around depending on where well usually what happens is where ronaldo is where morata is right like the ronaldo role pretty much well i i i find that all of the top and i think this is another reason why dibala doesn't like it's not really fixed it's more of like front 3 or whatever, right? When mm-hmm. Ramsey goes into that three, go kind of as the flow as it flows, and I think that's why we have a lot of problems. Um, and then that we know that Ronaldo likes it kind of that way, so then we're also over uh, servicing uh, situations that don't need to happen or can be better served by giving the ball to someone else or putting someone else in on a run. So I think that's a big thing. You want to know why I think this formation didn't work? Dybala and were way too far apart all the time. Yeah. Dybala would be on the right side and mm. Morata would be on the left. And it was just like, okay, where's the connection? Yeah. Right? There was no, and I don't know if that's what you're going to say, Anton, but um, mm. that's what I noticed uh, right from the, right in the first half, actually. Yeah. Um, but go ahead. Well, no, yeah. Just uh, like you said, there was too much space between the two of them and also. Dybala was tracking back, and I don't understand if this is like a tactical thing or if this is a great point, great thing, point to bring up, or a player thing. But I don't know. But a lot of the time, I felt like Dybala had to go back, and I understand he's the type of player that comes back to create like these pockets of space for himself to create and get a shot. But there, it was like a ridiculous amount where he'd be coming back to chase the ball, and he'd be trying to build the play himself instead of allowing the midfield. So I think the midfield was a little mm-hmm. invisible. On Saturday, because Dybala is kind of doing what the midfield should be doing, and he was dropping way too deep to get the ball and try and link up the play, which is obviously why he never scores when he's doing all that dirty work. So, Drew, you got any comments or? Well, I was going to agree. I think Dybala is playing way too deep. Um, yeah. He's almost playing like how Lionel Messi plays. Um, you know, pretty much far back in that midfield. But I agree. I think they're playing too far apart from each other. And um, if you want to get, like, the real link-up play between Murata and Dybala, I think you got to play him, like, more forward and closer. And like Anto was saying, he was doing yeah. kind of, like, all the midfielders' work. 
So now, so now, hear me, hear me out. So I, I got a couple questions and you know scenarios of kind of how I see it, and I think it'll say in the notes. But I think we've kind of had a good forum and kind of talking. So I kind of want to pose it like this now, and I asked this to my buddy uh, Farouk, who we who recorded another podcast before this with, with you guys. And is this Dybala thinking in his head? He's overthinking it and saying, "I have to come back." Because one, I'm not getting the ball. They're not getting me the ball. Is he? Is he? Or do you think he's told, "Come back and, you know, distributor"? What are your thoughts? Because I'm almost thinking it's a little bit. He's kind of getting frustrated, and he's thinking, "Hey, you guys are not. You know, you're kind of think about it like this. We got Frabotta bombing up, Chiesa bombing up, who are usually higher than than Dybala, which is ridiculous. Then you kind of have." <laughs> And what's happening is the ball is all of a sudden going to the wings, like I've talked about. We're crossing it in. Yeah. So now the midfielders are... So you have your Artur, who's kind of playing that regista role. You have yeah. Ramsey and Rabiot kind of making their runs as well. So he's kind of like, well, all you guys... Like in what happened in the Roma game, all you guys are pushing up. So he's like, well, the only kind of spot for me to get that opening mm. is to kind of slot back. And... It just doesn't make any sense to me why the midfielders are pushing. It's yeah. almost like a you know a problem that doesn't make sense to have. It makes no sense for us to have. Mm-hmm. So what are your thoughts, guys? Well, yeah, so I, you go no, ahead. no, no, go ahead. All right. Um, so you kind of think it's more of like Dybala doing what Dybala wants to do, right? Well, so I'm you- just I'm thinking about like I'm I'm thinking in my head. I'm like, okay, I'm watching this game, and it's like I, I could imagine it's incredibly frustrating to be up there, and it just seems like they're trying to link up in these weird ways that they have to go through the the fullbacks, and that the wingers are really put there. The the midfield, sorry, are pushing really far up, and he's just like, I'm not gonna get across. Like yeah. he's not gonna head the ball. Yeah. So that's what I'm thinking. He's like, I'm, j-, and then you know, he in his mentality, he's always trying to make a difference. He's always trying. So he's thinking, okay, well, fuck, if I get back and I come around and I get the ball, well, we're gonna make some. And you really saw it in this game. Like I don't think DiBala had a horrible game. Um, he tried a lot of things. Some of the shots didn't work out. Um, you know, or were blocked. Benevento played really well defensively. But I noticed like he was really trying, you know, some things, okay, he's not 100%, but he was actually there. And, you know, a lot of the mistakes was a te- collectively it was a mistake. But anyways, mm-hmm. continue on, Drew. That's kind of just my uh, rationale of, of, of what I'm thinking. I think it could have potentially been like kind of a mix of both. Um, I think, you know, he's frustrated with how he's playing and all that. So maybe he just wants to, you know, be the superhero and, you know, right. get his team to win and all that. So, um, you know, I did, I agree with you. I think he played in actually a pretty good game um, despite that one miss. But um, other than that, I think he played a good game. And I think, you know, I think he'll find his form eventually. I think, yeah. you know. Not, not a mate, like not to, because I know people are going to jump on that already. For me, not not amazing, but you know, a good performance. You know, he's yeah. he's trying, right? He's trying to get back. But anyways, Anto, go ahead. Um, basically, the, my whole thought is he's really trying to, you know, push the envelope. He's trying to make a difference. You know that he, he probably thinks, hey, uh, I'm not doing enough for the team. So in his mind, he's thinking, okay, 
I'm not sure. Maybe Pirlo is telling him to come back. Maybe I'm okay. completely wrong. But he's thinking, okay, there's no. Uh, we got a flat lineup here. We got two mids. We got yeah. Morata. We got Chiesa. We got Frabotta. Where the hell? Where the fuck am I going to go? And I'm not going to take a cross. That's for sure. So let me yeah. slide back, and maybe they'll give me the ball. And we've seen it a few times now, where Chiesa gave him that ball, and who else was it? Uh, I think Frabotta as well gave him a ball. Yeah. So what are your thoughts? Yeah, well, I think, like you said, he's kind of frustrated, I think, with, like, the lack of service. I know you don't really like the crossing into the box, like, tactic. But uh, with the way I think modern football is, I think a big part of that is having crosses from your fullbacks to, like, kind of build up the play on the right and left flanks, especially when you're playing with wingbacks like that. I think the whole tactic is to get service into the box, and I think... um, Quadrado and Frabota just haven't been good enough and providing enough good balls in. So I think Dybala, like you said, is getting a little frustrated and trying to do a little bit too much himself by going that far back to bring up and build the play himself. But then that kind of makes us play with like 10 men pretty much because we only have one attacker or one like forward really when you think about it, when the like, tactics we're going with. So I think he... Uh, should maybe listen to the tactics set out more and not try and get this like freelance role. Yeah, I, I just I think it's tough. Um, it's tough for him because if if we get into the situation where he does kind of stay in that role, you get what happens with Roma where you just have even more crowding up top. Yeah. And to your point on the on the using the fullbacks, I have no problem in switching it up and and you know sending crosses in. My point is, Juve's been doing that the fucking whole for whole games. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like we get a couple good chances, and then it's like, oh, we don't we 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 start you know, link a play is good, one two balls, fucking put it in the middle. That like we get a chance, maybe we don't score, goes wide or whatever, or nothing happens, but it's a good chance. And later it's like, okay, go back to the same fucking formula. Yeah, it's like no, that's. You gotta when when you're excelling and you see a you know a weakness, you gotta fucking take advantage of it. Mm-hmm. So I, I just that's why I can't stand it. It just reminds me of Allegri way too much. <laughs> just like literally, it's like watching the same thing again. It's like okay, keep beating a dead horse, keep going, <laughs> cross it, and then you get Ferenc Varos twenty crosses, one goal goes in. Thankfully we had a well, thankfully we had a Ronaldo goal, but that's <laughs> you know There's something I actually missed about um, Jao Cancelo. His crosses. Oh, don't get me started. (laughs) (laughs) He was he was good at sending them in. So I mean, I don't. I think you know, modern football, the fullbacks are like more in an attacking role. Yeah. So I think you know, you see Quadrado. You know, he's always up in the uh, final third, doing his thing. And I think it's you know, the modern game is more you know, of crossing and all that. So. um, Yeah. Exactly. I don't know. Yeah. I don't think we ever should have got rid of Cancelo, but um, preach. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I mean, I guess we used the money that we sold him with to buy the Lich. So I mean, I guess you know, again, it works out. Hindsight's always twenty twenty. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, look, he's done well for Man City. You can't deny that. Yeah, he has. Could we use him on the right back? Yes, but we've also found a good player in Danilo. So again, it's tough. It's tough. It's a tough situation to judge, right? It is. So that's why we're in the situation we are. But yeah, go ahead, Anto. You had some some words. 
No, yeah, just uh, reminiscing about uh, Cancelo. Obviously, he was one of my favorite players for Juve. I think he kind of got too harshly criticized for his defending. I think uh, it clearly improved as the year went on, his defending. So I think uh, a full summer, like in a training and a full summer, I think really would have helped him because obviously he came halfway through the Mercato, so he didn't get like a full summer of tactics and training. And I think... Like, he really only played for us for one year. So, yeah, I think exactly. he had that full summer of tactics. Obviously, we're in between managers. So, I guess it's a little different, too. Like, everyone's learning a new system. But I think he would have fit really well with Sorry Ball. I think yeah. we still need a right back as decent as Quadrado's playing. I think a big reason, yeah, like I said, for our struggles is as much as you don't like the fullbacks, I think we need a right back in a big way. I think oh, Alex yeah. Sanders. The past three years has declined ever since 2017. At Cardiff was his last good game, really, for me. And, uh, yeah, we need two fullbacks, pretty much. And yeah. I think that's, like, just not having a lot of creativity from the back. Good thing we yeah. have another American coming in. Right. <laughs> oh, God, here we go. Yeah, well, <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, the names get thrown out and then it dissipates, right? Like, well, we... I think there's a lack of quality at fullback like around the world like there's not really a lot of great fullbacks out there right so well and that's why i was always against selling sandro is because yeah. one the price is the price you're gonna have to go out and get is not gonna i mean sometimes it works out like for some reason i thought telus went to uh fucking psg for some i don't know where that was coming out of my ass but i swear he signed for psg but i guess he didn't he's with man you now but Anyway, like you're gonna United, pay the Pride right? Piper. Uh, yeah. Sorry, he's with United, isn't he? Yeah, United. Yeah. That's, didn't okay. I say that? No, yeah, I thought you said PSG. Sorry, okay. No, no, I thought he did, but no. And then in this window, and then like last minute, he signs for Man U, and I'm like, well, yeah, I thought okay. he was on a team. So, but I've I've said this too, when we wanted to decided to get into this more attractive football, mm-hmm. you're gonna concede. You're yeah. gonna defensively, you're not gonna be as strong. But there's mm-hmm. ways to correct that, and that's what we need to do. And again, it comes with a fullback that isn't like Cuadrado. And his mm-hmm. defensive woes outshadow everything he does offensively, mm-hmm. or in my personal opinion. Um, so let's see what happens. Again, it's a position that's very limited. Yeah. That's, why, that's why, again, getting rid of Cancelo was a big deal because, look, sure, you get $50 million, It's a lot of money. But then mm-hmm. you also so you just set the market. So now... A good right back is the market's fifty million, so yeah, that's tough. That's, that's already tough. Up there, exactly. So that's the situation, and that's why it was kind of against it. Was because hey, you gotta when you sell, you have to replace. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, I guess not a Juve. You just recycle, is that what we call it? Um, yeah, but, uh, we 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 free transfer our way through. But um, let's look at a couple <laughs> stats. Similar, you know, again, don't mean a lot, but it's always nice to see. 64% possession, 36. Shots, 16 for Juve, 8 for Benevento, 5 on goal for us, 3 for them. 15 crosses for us, 17. Our passes were a little bit down, only 642 volt for volume, 343 for Benevento. And, you know, to draw a team that only has a pass success rate of 75.4%, just seats me up, man. Um, 88.6 for us. But let's get into some situations. Now, 
obviously we'll go from the beginning. Seemed like we're passing around the back. Like I said, Dybala moving out wide, Ramsey going kind of up. And uh, Danilo initially starts over the top. And I thought, ah, maybe we'll start bringing some over-the-top balls in again. And thankfully, we got to see our goal. But uh, decent occasions through the middle. Again, Morata and Dybala too far apart. Uh, Chiesa ball in. Dybala shot not strong enough. It was a nice, very beautiful run from Chiesa as well. Um, and the ball goes off the defender's chest. And again, unfortunately, he didn't put, he didn't, he didn't hit it right, and we don't score there. Um, eighth minute, way too slow passing around the back. Uh, Frabotto was dispossessed really easily, but again, he'll learn. He's a young player, and uh, with from uh, Cuadrado, a nice, another nice bad pass. Ninth minute, uh, Cuadrado gets beat, and, and again, a stupid ass foul. Um, surprised he didn't get a card for that. And then he tries to give the ball to Tech. Uh, did, I don't know if you guys saw that, but literally now trying to put it into our own goal. So I'm talking about that dribble move he did. The yeah. no, when he like headed it back to uh, oh, to yeah, Tech, yeah, 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 and then yeah, yeah. Tech was like, "Shit, what the fuck are you giving me the ball for?" Yeah, he didn't realize <laughs> it. I mean, he fell asleep. If he actually fell asleep on that, that would have been one nothing Benevento right there. Yeah, but um, thank God for not um, tenth. Benevento, again, way too dangerous on their attacks. Moving the ball way too easily. Corners causing us problems. It's just like the <laughs> gift that keeps on giving. Um, Ramsey had a nice cross there. That part was punched away. Um, Dybala coming back. 15th out of tour to Ramsey. But again, taking too long that nothing comes of it. Uh, and that's what I noticed from Ramsey. He was a little bit off this game. Not like to the level that he had a shit game, but... He just he wasn't quick enough a little bit for for most of it. Um, Dybala with a nice ball to Morata, but unfortunately, like we always know, Morata is born offside, so that <laughs> doesn't do anything. Twenty um, first, what a cross diagonal to Morata. Morata fakes and like I like I tweeted during the game, a great striker is you know, what would you do? Okay, there's a player kind of there, you know, that's not a striker mentality to give up that ball. Kind of fakes and just blasts one. Beautiful goal, 1-0 Juve. And I thought, okay, it hasn't been great at this point, but at least we're up 1-0. And we haven't looked horrible, but we haven't looked great. We'll probably see this one out. What were your thoughts up until that first goal in the 20th, 21st minute, 28th minute, boys? Kind of similar. from there. Yeah, you would. <laughs> but I remember... Um, or anything I guess, maybe I missed that you guys want to add in. Well, at the 21st minute... Um, and I can't really exactly remember exactly what I was thinking, but um, <laughs> just just from um, you know being up one nil against the newly promoted side, you'd think they'd uh, hang this one out and come out with a win at that point. I know it's early, but still. Well, and especially the chances we had coming up next, and twenty fifth minute, beautiful run, beautiful combination, Ramsey Morata Dybala, and he just cur. I mean, the photo that everybody takes. Just yeah. curves it, and you I mean that's just that just shows the difference from a player who's on and a player who's off. Yeah. Just that margin right there. I got blocked I mean, for sending that photo. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. But anyways, boys, um, yeah, unbelievable. And then 30th minute, another great combination from both to Ramsey. Um, ball was wide, 
but close and on the ground. That's what I mean by I don't mind if it goes kind like down the sides where Frabotas bring it in in, and you know a low a low ball across into the box, which we've seen a few times now. That's where you're gonna get your chances, perfect chances. It doesn't always need to be in the air. Is is again my point in the fullbacks. Um, Quadrado 34th minute, long ball to Morata, takes it, has a nice cutback to DiBala. What did you think? Did you think that was a foul? PK kind of tripped on himself, is what I thought. But you remember what I'm talking yeah. about? Yeah. Originally, I thought it was a penalty, and I tweeted, I was like, "That's a penalty in all caps." And then I don't know. After the replay, I kind of felt stupid, but it was too late. Everyone already saw it at that point. But yeah, know, I think he kind of just tripped on himself there. Yeah. And then 36 again, a nice run from DiBala, but basically drives it off a defender. Um, 40th, same thing, another similar situation for about to balance. So I thought there was good link up. Like I said, I'll keep saying it. It wasn't a great, it wasn't an amazing game, but it was still great. It was still pretty good to see. 43rd minute, Dibala wins a free kick outside the box. Um, but you know, unfortunately, puts it over. But mm-hmm. I mean, it's not like we're getting anything better, anyways. Let's be, let's be quite frank there. Um, <laughs> Well, but this is where it goes wrong. So everything was kind of okay. We're still 1-0. End of the half. Let's go into the dressing room. Not worry about anything. And fuck, what a save by Tech. I mean, ball's going everywhere. Gets to Scatarella. And he curls one to the left post, right post. Yeah, And fucking what a save. Uh, What a save. But that's not it. Because we eventually knocked the ball for a corner. And the dam finally fucking broke. Um, very poor clearance from Artur. Um, gives it right back to Benevento. Lazy clearance. Lazy clearance, exactly. And, you know, it was similar shot to, I would say, Morata shot, where he picks the other side of the goal off the post. In, and we're fucking tied 1-1 at the end of the half. What a great way to finish a first half after you've gone up 1-0, eh? Wouldn't you say, boys? Yeah, unlucky for yeah, tag. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, we get into the second. Uh, I don't have as much written down, but you know, Benevento right off the bat counter easily. Um, so what do you thought? Is it just a mentality thing? Is it a motivation? Like the Pirlo's not getting his message out. Like, what do you guys think the problem is? Because it just seems like, especially after big occasions where either we have a really good chance. Does do the minds just turn off? Like, what do you guys think? I think I think we have like a look. We have a friend, not a manager, because like, I, I, and like friends the, of uh, benefits. Yeah, like the podcast I came on with you when we talked about Pirlo. I kind of said I was wondering how the players would react to having such like a young manager to the fact that half the team has played with him, right? Not even five years ago, so how would that translate to how much, not necessarily how much they respect him, but how much they listen to him. So right now I kind of think Juve are playing without like a true identity or what they want to do. And I blame that on Pirlo, but I, he hasn't been coaching enough long coaching long enough to have a philosophy or a tactics or how he wants to play. Like there's no Serismo, right? Like there's yeah. no Pirlo ball or whatever. So I think it's hard for the team to play a certain way because he doesn't really know himself 100% how he wants to play. Yeah. I think, 
Yeah, I, I think I think you said it pretty well. I mean, I think there just needs to be a fire under this team's ass, and I yeah. thought that's what Tudor was going to be. I mean, I'm not saying that's not what he. I'm not. I I haven't really noticed to be honest, but um, and then just the way we play, I I don't think there is, and that's why I always wanted someone like Conte to come back because I think we need someone to put a fire to put a fear the fear of God into some of these players because. Well, yeah, because Pirlo is just their friend. It's like he's never going to yell at them. He's just like type of guy. Yeah, and, and it's not a bad thing. I just think, I think Pirlo and this, this Pirlo and Zidane station is, is too out of touch. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, and not to say that these players don't respect Pirlo like they respect Zidane. I just think that Zidane walked into a really fucking good situation. Yeah, honestly, the and best. And that's all I'm going to say about that. You have all-star players, and now all of a sudden we're acting like this guy's doing magic tricks, okay? Mm-hmm. With this, like, like he's turning DiCilio into Marcelo. No, no, he's got Marcelo. <laughs> like, yeah. he's turning Rugani into Ramos. No, 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 he's got Ramos. Uh, like, he's turning, who do we got in the fucking, Kadira into fucking Casemiro. No, no, no. He had those players. So, like, that's what I like. People like to overlook. And this is why I get into arguments with a Ronaldo fan. It's like, why are you overlooking the also? You had amazing players, a cohesive team. And, you know, Zidane had to come here and put it all together. Okay? Like, we're not talking he's, build, he's team building. And, and, and look, look at the last two years of Madrid have not looked good at all. Yeah. And that just shows you what Zidane brings. So again, another coach. Everybody wanted Guardiola. Everybody wanted Zidane. Yeah. Well, let me break it to you. Madrid might not win the fucking La Liga title this year, and has looked like shit in Champions League. Yeah. And Man City has also looked like shit, At and they're not even sniffing the fucking Premier League. So <laughs> newsflash: Hello, wake up. Yeah. Uh, like honestly, ridiculous. But anyways, boys. Uh, anything kind of in the second half. Um, let's kind of, well, I'll look at the subs because again, I didn't write much. I was too pissed off. Artur <laughs> obviously goes off for Bentecourt, kind of a wholesale change in the 62nd to 69th. Kulusevsky comes on for Ramsey. Um, Bernardeski comes in for Chiesa. Did you notice any tangible impact change? What are your thoughts on the second half? Well, I think bringing on Bentecourt was like Ancho said before, he's kind of been, you know, pretty bad this season. I don't think he's going to be the guy that's going to get you a goal, but if Kulusevsky come on, I know he's really good. Um, and then you got the living meme, Bernadeschke coming on. It's just... I don't, don't say I mean, that I too think, loud. Yeah. I think the guy who's going to get you the goal out of those three players would be Kulusevsky. I know Bernadeschke was like, he was really unlucky that game. It was, it was like a lot of good chances for him, I think, uh-huh. if I remember correctly. But um, yeah. yeah, I think out of those three, I think Kulisevsky is the one who's going to, you know, get you the goal. and Yeah. And, like, I think that's you, per- you perfectly said. I think we need that contribution. That's what we're missing. Like, the midfield needs to step up. We need to start pumping some goals in because the, the teams like Madrid, Barcelona, and, you know, even Liverpool, those midfielders or those subs are getting you goals. So we need to add that yeah. depth to use. So, anyways, go ahead, Anto. No, yeah, I don't know. Bernadeschi's been playing really well, so I understand the idea behind putting him on, but I think Chiesa had a really good first half, so I don't really understand why they took him off. Yeah. So early, I think Chiesa's still the better player right now, 
even though I know some of the comments under our questions was saying how he's uh, Bernadeschi 2.0. I don't really think so, yeah. but... <laughs> yeah, no way. Yeah, I think that's a stretch. Um, three goals, uh, 10 goals in three years is... I, th- I think Chiesa will probably beat that. <laughs> yeah. That, <laughs> in that, four that, years, maybe. I think Chiesa should have stayed on. Um, Bentancur, I'm not sure if you guys remember, had a really, really good hit on the ball, like fingertip oh, save yeah. from there. So that could have been the goal there. So that was an unlucky um, event for him because he definitely connected really well with the ball there. And then, yeah, like Drew said, Kulu comes on. He's like the main substitute to create as well as score a goal potentially. So that didn't happen either. So another disappointing game for Kulusevsky. That's like his third disappointing game for me. That's, almost, that's almost on Dybala levels of outrage. Yeah. Yeah, except no one really has outrage of Kulusevsky <laughs> playing so. Look, I like the guy though. I'm not gonna lie. I really like him. Uh, I think he, sort, he's sort of he's wild, not... but I... no, he definitely is going to be a great player. Oh, no, I'm, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying, like, hey, I, I, th- I think, you know, that that's where this works, right? You can think that he's not good. I can think he is. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I, I, that's what I'm trying. I'm not trying to say like you don't have to change. You know, this this is more to the screen than to any than to you. But like, you don't have to change people's opinion. You know, like if that's what you think, that's what you think. Someone's gonna be right. Someone's gonna be wrong, and it is what it is. You don't need to get one get offended by that. Yeah. And two, I mean, we don't get paid. We're just fans. We're we're throwing out opinions. We think this. We don't. So that's my only point. But uh, yeah, what about the end uh, of the game? Did you think that was a penalty in the ninety fourth? Nah. I don't think it was enough to be a penalty, to be honest. Well, there was apparently on like, uh, was it Gazetta or Sky? Like they were really apparently pushing that it was missed. Like it was a missed call. Yeah. So, I mean, I, for me, I, I don't, don't know. know. I, Whenever you tough. slow things down and take pictures, it looks obviously a lot. You can like have your opinion more. Yeah. But I don't think there was enough in it to be a penalty as much as I'd want it to be. So. Right. Because this is well, the reason why it's bring this particular moment is mm. because this leads to a whole bunch of shit at the end of the game. So yeah, that's true. Um, yeah. I'm not going to say my piece on this, but because I already have, and I think everybody kind of knows, including you two, where I stand on this. Morata gets a red card at the game. I honestly don't believe what's been reported is what he said. Me either. That's my <laughs> like. If that's what he got a red card for, this ref needs to be removed. Yeah. Uh, because yeah. I've heard one a lot worse in my time, or you know, in less competitive games, worse abuse to the ref, and nothing was done. So if that was what he said, fuck me. But so we get that. There's apparently questionable penalty, whether you think it is or not. Um, we get to the end of the game. Final whistle goes. A uh, bunch of players kind of go ref, rush to the ref. Dybala mm-hmm. goes to the ref. He's kind of saying his piece. Um, you get one the first time Delic comes, pulls his shoulder back and Dybala kind of says something. He's like, no, no, no. I'm thinking he's saying, no, 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 don't worry about it. Yeah. Delic kind of backs off a little bit. Then Pirlo comes in stage right. Yeah. And he's saying his business. Now, then for the second time, Delic mm-hmm. comes in and grabs him again. You guys know where I stand. I want to hear what you guys have to say about this particular incident. If, if Drew, you want to go first, go ahead, buddy. I feel like the TV was turned off by then. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good point. Oh. Honestly, but, I, I can't say anything about it. 
but just me describing the situation, what what do you think was right? Do you think Delict was okay in doing that? Do you think it was, you know, maybe offensive? I, I'm, I'm guessing I'm going to know where Anto is, but anyways. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm sure it was, you know, for good intentions. You know, I didn't think, you know, he didn't want Dybala to get booked or anything crazy like that, you know. So right. I think, you know, he made good intentions with it. Perfect. Anto? Yeah, I think I'm going to take a similar approach, but different in the sense that, uh, like, I don't think Delict had any, like, malicious intent behind it. No. But I also think there was a lack of respect on his part because I understand you don't want him to get booked. But, again, there's a certain uh, respect that comes with being the captain, whether you agree it should be Dybala or not. When the captain says, like, I'm talking to the referee, at that point you back away. You tried. Yeah. So the first time I think it was okay, but the second time insisting, I think it kind of, like, I, mean, I don't think he intended to, but it almost looked like a power play on his part to kind of like some sort of moral superiority he had there. But I don't think that's what it did, but that's just kind of how it rubbed me in the moment. Yeah, I just, there's a code. You got to follow that code. Mm-hmm. There's no reason for Delict to think that from what I saw and from apparently what Morata got a red card for, I think that's the the two connections that people are making. They're saying, well, look what Morata said, and this is what he got a red card for. So we're going to equate that Dybala was probably yeah. saying some, oh, why did you, why didn't you give us a penalty? So he's going to get her. I didn't think there was any room, like I said before in my video, Cafe Alivio check it out. But guys, I mean, sure, you could say we're making this out of nothing. I'm just saying, at the end of the day, let the captain do his job. Delict, you'll have many opportunities to be the captain and speak to the ref. And some people didn't believe that lobbying was a thing. And I'm like, no, no, you got to say your piece. You got to you got to tell the ref how it is because situation and say people say no, that doesn't affect. It affects. If people saying that Juve could get handballs, they don't get enough handballs. Just all of a sudden we start getting penalties get put against us. It's a possibility. So whether you believe that that's your opinion or mine, but Lobbying the ref, I think, is a real and, and prevalent not problem, but I just think it's gamesmanship, right? You're going to say what you're going to say to get the ref to give you a decision, whether that be in a future game or to say your piece or to get your anger out. That's my, my two bits added on to what I had to say. Okay, let's get into three up, three down, boys. Who are your three worst, three best, if you could pick? Or maybe we'll go one each. We got three people here. Why not? Of the season? No, 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 of this oh, game. That's okay, of this game. Um, yeah, Drew, you go first. <laughs> um, <laughs> so are you talking about, like, ups and downs or just ranking the three players? No, no. So in Italy, right, if you've ever watched a um, – if you, well, uh, and it's actually hilarious comedy, but you'll have all these guys that will literally live stream – this was, like, the original live stream, okay, on television – They'll get a panel. You got Juventini, Milanisti, mm-hmm. Merda fans. They'll all kind of chat the game. And usually, what to do at halftime is they'll say, "Okay, who are the three? So up and down, kind of saying your three best or your three worst. So they'll say, "Okay, who are the who are the top three? And it doesn't need to be three if you've had a particularly shitty game, but your three best or your three worst players of this game. There could be. I mean, there was a lot of shitty performances. I would say, but there's there. I thought there was some. Decent performances, to say the least. Oh, God. Well, um, 
my top three would have to be obviously Morata, then Chiesa, and I think that's it, really. Two up, and then for the down. I got to go Artur for sure. Yeah. That mistake cost us. Yeah, the clearance that you were talking about earlier. And maybe just, you know, the defense as a whole. I'm going to go Delict for the shoulder grab. Not really. <laughs> That's going to cause it. People are, people are flipping out over that one on Twitter. That's Uh-oh. for sure. Yeah. But, um, no, I think we're... I would say... Frabotta didn't have his best game, like clinically speak. Like on, I would also say Ramsey was a little bit, yeah, out to lunch on some. Like he was, he was, he was making runs, but I think you could also. I mean, I mean, there's a whole host of players that you could put in here, but give me some names, uh, Anto. All right, so. Honestly, as much as he's my boy, I think Dybala is probably the third worst player. Okay. Of, uh, of that game. I was about to say, but I wanted it to come out of your mouth. <laughs> I kind of figured you're waiting for me to say that. But yeah, <laughs> um, our, our tour was really poor for me as well. He's been making significant pro- progress, like we said, under Pirlo. But um, Saturday, not his match at all. And then, yeah, for me, I think Frabata probably had the worst match. I think he's been steadily improving under Pirlo, but I think he had a lot of balls where I'm not sure if you saw, but he tried to like step over the ball a couple times and he yeah. got really dispossessed of the ball. So obviously he's a young guy and he always wants to show off, not show off, but like show up and like look like right. he belongs there. And he definitely does belong there, but I think it was just a match to forget for him and it wasn't that great of a performance from him. Not that he cost us, but you know he definitely <laughs> was probably. Oh, that's all right. I think those those are fair shouts. And like I said, guys, drop uh, drop your thoughts in the comments and let us know what you think. Do you agree? Disagree? Were we completely out to lunch? In terms of anything in this podcast, I'm sure someone's gonna have something to say. Mm-hmm. That's for fucking sure. But uh, let's get lastly, or almost lastly, um, post match comments. So. Here's a couple things that Pirlo said. Ronaldo had already a little problem on Wednesday and wanted to grit his teeth. We decided to let him recover. He was tired and needs to recover. When you miss players of personality and experience, which are important qualities, we struggle, as we've seen tonight and other times. We managed the first half well, and we should have closed the game. We're working on the development of the game. When the games get dirty, we can't win them at the moment. So thoughts about Pirlo's comments. Anybody take it? Anto? Yeah, I think the comments were fair, but, like, I don't really know what you can say if you're Pirlo at that moment, especially after the match like that. You're going there with the expectation to win against the event. Obviously, I know it's hard for some people on Twitter to understand, but you obviously always want to be respectful to the smaller sides as much as you want to go there and say, you know, like, Capsule, we're playing Benevento. Of course, we should have fucking won, right? But what are you going to say? Yeah, I think Pirlo's been pretty generic in a lot of his responses, too. Yeah, exactly. They're just kind of like vanilla answers. Like, you know, they're professional answers, and that's, you know, what we got when we got him. We got a diplomat in the way someone speaks, you know, very elegant Italian and very proper. And that's like, like exactly, Allegri. Exactly. Not like sorry with his uh, Napoletano uh, 
that yeah that you can't that you can't forgive or forget that's for sure but uh what about you drew yeah i think you know you can't really put all the blame on Pirlo. i know it's you know a newly promoted side but maybe you you know got to put the blame on the players for once um you know, I think even with a, a B team Juventus squad, should still come up with the same results as we got. You know, at least right. a draw. Um, you know, no Ronaldo, no. I don't know. I think it's just going to be a struggle this season. You know, especially with Pirlo, no experience. Um, mm-hmm. But I think still, it's you know a newly promoted Serie A team. So I think even with the players you have, you should you know come out with the W. Yeah, and I, th- I think Danilo framed it perfectly. Um, he says, in my opinion, we have to look at ourselves. We played a f- good first part. In the end, we scored the goal. We couldn't get organized, and so the matches become difficult. We still mm-hmm. feel like we're the best. We have to do better, not only me, but the whole team. After we scored the goal, we were not grouped. We have to figure out what to do in certain moments and what to do to win. We have a lot of young players. Growth comes with every match. We have to learn now. The difference is when you learn after a match or two, the points thrown away make the difference. We have to play tidier and get results. And we look at ourselves. We have room for improvement. We have to do it now. And in six months, the points thrown away, they make a difference. Um, next game, Dinamo Kiev. What are your thoughts? Are we going to win? Are we going to lose? <laughs> You'd hope so. I hope we right? win. No, lately. <laughs> I honestly haven't really looked at the table that much, so I honestly don't know, you know, do we need a win? Do we need at least tie? No, we're through. What we're through, yeah, in regards to first or second, I think. I think we're going to finish second. I don't think we're going to catch Barca at this point, especially at the head-to-head next week. Drew's too too busy doing those, uh, you know, taking the photo. What was it, that one gif there where he's got the duck face going? That's why he doesn't know the standings. (laughs) (laughs) What the hell are you talking about? Well, you know, you're 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 the ladies' man online, right? Oh yeah, yeah, Drew. <laughs> you could say that, I guess. <laughs> but let's hope we get back to winning ways. Uh, like I said, I think we got to start playing more through the middle, and uh, yeah, hopefully Ronaldo can save our asses again, right, guys? Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Chance, he will show up and not miss a free header like against Leon, but then uh, you know, <laughs> no comment. Um, Let's get some questions, though. Um, yeah. What position do you see Dybala playing? Obviously, from James Martino, Jimmy underscore Stallion. What do you guys think? Where do you want him? Up top, CAM. striker. Boom. Or, or a triangle with, you know, Ronaldo, Morata, Dybala. That'd be a good triangle, I think. I don't think we've ever tried it before, but um, either that yeah, or exactly. him as a second striker next to Ronaldo. Until- That's where I put him. Yeah, yeah, I I agree with Drew. I like him as a second striker, as like a center forward. I think kind of like almost like a Griezmann at, at Atletico. Atletico, I think would be a good position for him. I don't know. I also liked him probably in Juve. My favorite was when he played in the middle of like the like four two three one with Allegri. I think that was probably his best position. Right. Was playing behind the striker like that. See, the thing is with Ronaldo, he's not like a true left winger, so it's kind of hard to play exactly. that formation because he, like Ramsey was on Saturday, kind of just comes like starts on the left, obviously on the sheet, but drifts all over the like field. So it's really hard because it leaves the left side exposed. So mm-hmm. I don't think we can play that formation. 
position. So I don't know. I still think Dybala closer to goal is the best Dybala because he's obviously got that wonderful left boot. So, you know, if he can curl a ball in, it's always nice instead of coming back. Kind of you what know. we want. Yeah. You, you know, know that's what. Um, we got another question for... Well, we got a question specifically. And guys, I just want to say, <laughs> I appreciate all of the likes. I appreciate all the retweets. Please keep doing those on those question questions. On those, When I ask for questions from you guys. But please put some damn questions in the fucking <laughs> thing. I was literally like, holy, we're getting all this. Like, we're getting likes, likes up the ass. But no one wants to put a question down. So please, do me a favor. Do us a favor. Um, I think this next one's a good one. Because it kind of leads into the end of, of the podcast. Where we talk about, you know, memorable moments. Going to the stadium or not. Um, but uh, Derek Rose's burner account, awesome. Yeah, I guess he's a Liverpool cool. fan as well, so that's that's cool. Uh-huh. What is at cool. D Rose, at D Rose LFC. So he asks you, Drew, uh, what is your favorite moment in Juventus history and player in the squad after Ronaldo? <laughs> well, you know, in the mighty two years I've been watching, I gotta say, you know, <laughs> the most historic moment that I've seen was definitely the uh, Atletico Madrid comeback. For sure. Would make sense. Would make sense. That's usually what I hear. That's usually what I hear. What about you? What about you, Anto? <laughs> do we do do we do with this you do we do this with you already? Wait, are you asking me who's my favorite player outside of Ronaldo? Is that what you're asking me right now? No, 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 no. I said I said, is Ronaldo your favorite player and how many jerseys have you bought? Um he's not my favorite player and I have one Ronaldo jersey. <laughs> Jeez, what a Ronaldo homer, I tell you. I bought the jersey before he actually played a single minute for us. Like, I remember I was at our cottage in July, and as soon as we signed him, and, like, me and my cousin were like, holy shit, right? And, like, like we signed Ronaldo, right? So I bought his, like, kit right away and, like, was so excited. But, yeah, no, after that, (laughs) no no love lost for me with him, no. I don't think I'll be buying another uh, jersey uh, for as long as he's uh, with us. Well, yeah, because they're all sold out because Ronaldo fans buy them. Sure, more follow ones for me. I'm pretty much at like there's, one or two a season of him now. So there's there's no pre yeah, exactly. You're only gonna have a couple more of those. Um, possibly. But uh guys, it was a blast. Um, I thank you guys for both coming on. Um Drew, you're always welcome uh-huh. on again. Um, I think we'll have you back on with Dibala yep. Mask, right? So yeah, yeah well that's gonna be after the course. Game. Exactly. So let's see what happens. Uh for that. And Anto, as always. I gotta have you on again by yourself because you fucking missed one, you bastard. I know we have that one. We actually got a lot of questions. We got like fifteen questions we have to answer. Exactly. If you save that tweet anywhere. Oh yeah, no, I got it. I'll find it. Okay, good because there's a lot of questions. But anyways, guys, I hope you guys are enjoying Cafe La Juventinita. I hope you like the logo. Drop yeah. some comments. Drop some questions. Was that Nilesh you made that too, the logo? Yeah, Nilesh, man, what a baller. And he's um, a- He's unbelievable. Yeah, he's unbelievable. Um, yeah, we're gonna get you that Morata, 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 that Morata edit for you, bud. Um, but he's yeah. he's unbelievable. Thank you, buddy. Um, I hope you watch to the end here, or else I'm, uh, you'll know. I'll definitely know if you didn't. So, um, but anyways, thank you guys for all the support. Keep Thanks, supporting. Bye. Keep sharing. Dropping questions, comments. YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, uh, fuck, what else? We got Podbean, Google Podcast. Yeah, please help me out, guys. We're almost at 100. We're almost at 500 on Twitter. 
if we could get to that hundred before Christmas, that would be very nice. But uh, yeah, thanks for tuning in, and uh, I hope you guys really enjoyed it. So, yeah, as it always, fun. yeah, no, it's it's fun, boys, fun, boys. Thank you guys for coming again, and we'll definitely have you guys on in the future. So, as always, fino alla fine, Porto Juventus. Ciao, ciao. See you guys. Right. Bye, bye.